Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Isn't the Lord good? Isn't he good? Amen. Thank Brother Andrew for those words tonight. And we certainly thank God for his mercies. And we um, thank God for the songs. Those are beautiful songs. And um, that reminds me it's uh, Christmas time. What was that song you were singing? Come let us adore him. That was a good song. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. All right. We want to just thank the Lord tonight and ask his blessing upon his word. And tonight is Wednesday night Bible study. And uh, we just um, want to maybe... Uh, read some scriptures here tonight and uh, uh, we have now on um, Sunday night to a couple of chapters but we're just mainly reading and explaining possibly chapter uh, 45 Psalms 45 and um, thank Brother Andrew for that scripture in uh, uh, Psalms 18, where he teaches uh, uh, my my hands to war, is it? What? Chapter 18. Ah, yes. And what was the verse that, yeah, he teaches, 34, he teaches my hands to war. Now, he told Peter to put up his sword, so you know that it's not with carnal weapons, the the uh, weapons of our warfare, they are they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And so so you know it's not carnal weapons that we're fighting with now, okay? But it's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So he teaches my hands to war. Right now, uh, tonight um, he's teaching you to um, uh, handle the word of God skillfully, line upon line on precepts upon um, precepts. He teacheth my hands to uh, to war so that a bow of steel, you know, a strong uh, uh, metal, is it? Iron, steel, bar, is broken. In the natural, you cannot do that. But in the spiritual realm, with the strength of the Lord by faith, um, that uh, the bow of steel is broken and by mine arms. That's awesome. And um, God will uh, will teach us how to war and he make our feet like Heinz feet, how to run the race that is set before us uh, without falling, without um, without uh, making, a, without slipping or making a mistake. And we just appreciate God tonight and thank him for, for his word. There's a beautiful uh, scripture in, um, in Psalms 45. And I'd, I want to read that. And uh, we can just read that. Several Psalms that are so beautiful. Psalms 45, 46, 47. All of there that deals with the kingdom, the millennium the uh, advancement of the kingdom of God 
the takeover of the um, uh, all earthly kingdoms will become uh, the kingdom of God, Psalms 2 and many other songs. Look at chapter 45, yes. Uh, my heart is indicting a good uh, matter. Okay. Uh, I speak. What am I speaking about? What are we thinking about? What What is your your heart indicting? What that word? Can you? Uh, it's um like uh, overflowing, bubbling up, meditating, thinking about. Do you understand that? When you um when you think about the word of God and you keep it, you meditate. You shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. My heart is indicting a good matter. <clears throat> I speak of the things uh, which um, uh, which I have made touching the king, that's Jesus. The, the things that you, um, uh, you're making uh, melodies in your heart, you're making love in your heart towards God. Uh, you are not just asking him for things, but you're giving him something. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Praise Him. You know, not just uh, you're praying, you beg, you, you, you might spend a few minutes praying, but it's always asking, what can you get? What can you, but what can you give to the Lord? Give unto the Lord the glory that's due to His name, the praises that's due to His name. Said, He said, I speak of the things uh, which I have made touching the King. My tongue, look, look, you always have to be sharp and ready and have a word for God. Uh, there's no such thing as, I don't have a testimony. I don't have a word. I don't know what to say. Look at it. See, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You know, uh, uh, one that's writing and just uh, has so much to write. Well, that's what you have so much to say about Jesus, yeah. You're bubbling up. You're you are indicting a good matter. What would that matter be? Thinking about the Lord. What can you say about the Lord every day you get up? You you have a new song. Sing unto the Lord a new song, making melodies in your heart. Did you know that's warfare? When you when you sing song praises to the Lord, that's warfare. Sing unto the Lord. A new song. That's warfare. You uh, you don't use your tongue to um, to hurt, but you use your tongue to bless. Amen. I have made the things which I uh, I have made uh, touching the king. My tongue, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Remember James speak about the tongue, the unruly member, and the way you tame it is to begin to speak. Uh, about the Lord, it becomes that 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 unruly member that's set on the the uh, the fire of hellfire. James tells us that, but now it's um, it's the pen of a ready writer, amen. <laughs> Writing good things about the Lord instead of hurting your neighbor. Isn't that wonderful? <clears throat> what a change! Verse two says, "Thou art fairer than the children of men." Um, uh, uh, grace is poured into thy lips therefore God hath blessed thee forever see why is he fairer because because um, 
uh, he has life within himself, immortality. Um, he is the rose of Sharon, one, one scripture described him, the lily of the valley, the bright the morning star. He is the son of righteousness, thou art fairer than the children of men. That means there is no darkness in Jesus Christ. There is nothing inside of the Lord that is dark. You and I, we were born in darkness. You know, we were born in sin, dark, but in him was life, light, and the light was the light of men. See, it's fair. There's no, there's no darkness in him. There's no, um, there's no shadow of turning in, in the Lord. But all of the ways of God is right. There's no, um, he's fairer than the children of men. You, you want to find the right path, the light. That's Jesus Christ. He's fair. And he's the one that leads you uh, out of darkness uh, into his, um, <clears throat> excuse me, his marvelous light. Then grace, that's salvation. We have the grace of God. He's, he came to give us grace. He's poured into thy lips. Therefore God hath blessed thee forever. Isn't that amazing? And in Hebrews it tells you that how... Uh, when he ascended on high and he led captivity gap, oh God, oh God exalted him, right? Uh, God, uh, and in, also in Philippians chapter 2, where God exalted him and gave him a name, which is above every name. Amen. Verse 3 says, Gird thy sword upon thy thigh. That's the, the, uh, the word of God, the sword. Remember, out of his Mount go the sharp towards its sword in Revelation. But uh, it said, Gird I, we've had the scripture where we, we've had, yes, we've had the scripture where every everyone, even in so Songs of Solomon, they they have the sword upon their thigh because of the night. Okay, that scripture you we had at Sunday, didn't we? Yeah, find that for me quickly. Chapter 3. And then I'll come back here. Songs of Solomon, chapter 3. Okay, uh, read ver what verse is that? Verse 7. Read verse 7. So, Behold his bed, read on. Which is Solomon. 3, uh, uh, chapter 7. Behold his bed, which is Solomon's. Three score violent men are about it. Of the valiant of Israel. We had that Sunday. And verse 8 says. They shall. They all old swords. You, 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 do you see that? They, they were all uh, experts in war. They all el sword. Yeah, do you have a sword tonight? Where's your sword? Huh? Sell everything that you have. Sell everything that you have. And buy your sword. It doesn't mean, you, doesn't mean you're going and sell your bed. And your your table, but everything that uh, that you have that's there, okay? Because you are you're going to um, you're going to you're fighting a battle, uh, you're in a war, amen. They all hold swords. Every one of them makes expert. You've got to uh, learn how to stand. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. They all hold swords, being experts in war. Every man. At his sword, where upon his thigh, 
because of the fear in the night. The fear in the night. We are going through this night. This word is a uh, from the fall of the garden. It's night, okay? <clears throat> and uh, but the night, Paul said, is far spent, and the day is at hand. We've been fighting a long time uh, uh, do, uh, uh, during this night time, but you know that is is the light in darkness. The people that sat in darkness saw a great light. See, and uh, we're supposed to have our sword. Don't put your sword away. Have the old armor of God in Ephesians chapter 6. See, helmet of salvation and sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You have to have that, the, the uh, shield of, of faith. And so said, every man had his sword upon his thigh. Because of the fear. What's the fear? What's the fear in the night? Huh? How do you resist the devil? The fear of the night. Uh, uh, the, the psalmist also talk about the, um, the noisome pestilence. The, um, the, uh, the, no, the noisome pestilence. I think it's Psalm 91. See, and all that's the fear. But uh, if you have the word of God, he that dwelleth in the secret place. Of the most I shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. See, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. My God in whom I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield. Remember the shield of faith? Thou shalt be thy shield and the butler, and thou shalt not be afraid. All right. When, by night, that's the terror, the fear, the, the, the terror that walk in darkness. There's evil spirits, satanic forces. But you don't have to be afraid of the uh, of the terror by by night, nor for the ha ha the arrows that fly it by day, nor for the uh, pestilence that that walk it in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand, look, a thousand. Uh, one can chase a thousand. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Amen? And it goes on, says, Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Amen? Because why? Why, why, why are you going to get uh, victory and success because because thou was made the Lord which is my refuge even the most I thy habitation you're dwelling in God right you're dwelling in the secret place in the Lord right amen and uh, but there shall no no evil befall thee Neither shall any plagues come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels 
charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their harm. Hands on. Lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion. That's it. That's a roaring lion. Satan. And the other. The, uh, the serpent. Okay. Uh, uh, Revelation speaks about the serpent. That serpent that was in the garden. Okay. Thou shalt tread upon the, the lion. And the other. The young lion and the, notice the young lion and the dragon. That's the dragon revelation also. Shall thou trample under his, under your feet whatsoever uh, you bind on earth, bound in heaven. Behold, a Satan is under your feet. I give you power, Jesus said, to tread on scorpions and on serpents. That's what he's talking about right there tonight. And uh, it goes on, right? Because, do you know why you have the victory? Not because you're great, not because you're strong and smart, but because he loves you. He set his love upon you. Therefore, will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he had known my name. What, what's the name? That's name is Jesus. Remember Revelations 19? Uh, his name is called the Word of God. You've known his name. That means you've known the Word of God. When you know the Word of God, you know the name. Okay, of God. The name of Jesus. That's the Word. He's the Word of God. You can say Jesus all you want to, but you don't know him unless you know the Word of God. Because um, I have set you on high because... You've known my name. Amen. And the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous. That's you. That's, that's me. The righteous run it therein on our save. Anymore? He shall, he shall what? Call upon me and I will answer. Read on. I will deliver him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? What a, what a scripture. Amen. See, that's, that's warfare. That, that means that God didn't call us to hide and, and, and run away. But God calls us to stand up. And in Solomon, they all hold swords. Being expert in war. Every man... Had his sword. You see what you have to have? So you don't need somebody's sword. Says, oh, I want to lend you my sword. I want to teach you how to fight. No, who teaches you to fight? He says, the Lord. Okay, he teach me how to fight. And so that uh, my fingers to fight, to war. So that a bow of steel is broken in my heart. Broken by my heart. That's how strong you are in the Lord and in the power of his might. Said uh, they, they all hold sword. I like this scripture. Being expert in war. Every man had his sword upon his thigh because of the fear 
uh, because of fear in the night. And you see the night is not just like tonight, but the night is this lifetime that you're going through right now. That That is night right now. It's night. Awake thou that sleepest. The night is far spent. Okay, now what scripture was I? Um, Psalm, okay, Psalms 45. Okay, what verse? Uh, let's go back. Verse 2. Okay, go back. Let's go back there now uh, tonight as we, we move on a little bit. Here it says, thou art, Okay, we've had that. Thou art fearer than the children of men. He's a son of God and he had immortality, eternal life. Okay, grace is poured into thy lips. That salvation is the only one that can save you. Therefore, God hath blessed thee. Forever. How long? His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And it's forever and ever. Verse 3 says. Uh, gird thy sword upon thy thigh. O most mighty. With thy glory. And thy majesty. That's the second advent. Of Jesus Christ. That That's not when he, he comes for his bride. But that's when he comes all the way. Psalms 2. All the way to um, the Mount of Olives, and he touched down there, and he will he will uh, take the kingdom over. Okay, the, the 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 catching of the bride away. It's a secret rapture. See, the bride is gone, just like how um, Enoch was taken out secretly, but now I had to go through the flood type of the tribulation saying. Okay, now I was spared because of the heart. But remember that Noah uh, went through the great tribulation type. All right. So the the uh, the bride is caught away before the great tribulation. Uh, she will have some tribulation, but the great tribulation she will be gone. But in Revelation seven, see, there's a there's a great number that nobody came out of, uh, uh, nobody could number that came out of great tribulation that was. The great tribulation saints, all right? The the church then that did not make it into the into the rapture. So we want to be in the rapture. We've had those lessons. So gird thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with the glory, with thy glory and thy majesty. Verse 4. With thy glory and thy majesty, and in thy majesty. Ride prosperously because of truth. That means at the first advent, uh, we're singing, Oh, little town of Bethlehem, right? And so he was born there, uh, not in glory and majesty uh, and so on, but in poverty. Okay? He, he, he could not find a place. They could not find a place for him to uh, his mother Mary and Joseph could not find a place. Uh but he was born among the, the animals in the stable. Okay? That wasn't glorious. But at the second advent, it's going to be glorious. So he's going to ride prosper, prosperously, going on from conquering to conquer because of truth and meekness. Notice, because of truth and meekness and righteousness, and thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Amen. See, Jesus Christ is the right hand of God. Stephen saw it. Verse 5. Thine arrows are sharp in the 
heart of the king's enemies. And you can read uh, Psalms, mark it right there, Psalms chapter 2, where, whereby the people fall under thee, the nations. Remember the kingdoms of this world? The image of the beast will be, remember, that image that's blown away with a little stone. Remember, that smote it in Daniel 2, verse um, 6 says, verse, uh, uh, thy throne. There it is. Thy throne, O God. So he's going to have a throne, O God, and he's God. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. For how long will the throne of Jesus be? Forever and ever, the scepter, the scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. That means there will never be one mistake, not one misgovernment, but he rules and reigns in, in righteousness. Verse 7 said, Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore, because of this, God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellow. Hebrews also tells us, right, about um, him being anointed uh, with the oil of, um, of gladness above his fellow. You find that in, uh, also in Hebrews. Okay, verse 8 says, All thy garments smell of myrrh, aloes, cassius, out of the ivory palace, whereby they have made thee glad. Verse 9. King's daughters were among thine honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of earth. That's the bride of Jesus Christ occupying the chief chief um, position. But there will be many others. King's daughters. And, uh, and so will be among the honorable women. Uh, verse 10. Uh, hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline thine ear. Forget also. See, you have to make, give a sacrifice. See, you can't. Well, I can't. I have to. Well, go ahead. But you're going to be the loser. I can't make a sacrifice. Oh, I have to be close to my relative, even if they're not serving God and they're hindering. I just have to follow them. Well, go ahead. You haven't read your Bible that there's a multitude that nobody can number. So God's not short-staffed, okay? You're the one that's going to lose out, okay? And then, and then uh, you 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 get over there, and uh, you have no reward. It, read, read it. It said, "Arkin," that means listen. Uh, don't be stubborn. Arkin, O daughter, said. In other words, he said, "You want you want to have a good reward? Arkin to me. You you want to." Uh, be uh, be among the chief women or you want to be at the right hand of, of the king well listen hearken you have to you have to hearken now now when you get over there it's now in the church hearken O daughter and consider and incline thine ear forget also look you said the Bible wouldn't say that well, what does it mean to forget forget also thine own people and thy father's house that 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 even go further than mama and daddy but your father's house that old adamic house that's the world you see that 
Adam was for, for his father. And you have to forget his house. What does he have in his house? The things that he have. The enticement. Okay? You have to forget your father's house. Revelations um, 18 said, Come out of her, my people. And he said, Forget also thine own people and thy father's house, where we came from. You have to go on and uh, cho choose the side of the Lord. This is serious. And verse uh, uh, verse 11 says, and, and when you do that, what's going to happen? It's going to bring you in a relationship. And the king is going to see your beauty. So shall the king greatly, I like that, desire thy, um, thy beauty. And say, for he is thy Lord. And worship thou him. What do you do? And worship thou him. He is thy Lord. When you forget your father's house, we, you know what I mean, father's house. First Corinthians tells us the Adam, our father, dust, dirt, corruption, and he fell. You forget his house. That means you overcome it in the world, but not of the world. And now you, uh, you're seeking for a city that has foundation. Whose builder and maker is God. Following me? Now. When you. Put forward all of that. And you give up. And you make the changes. It's going to make you look so beautiful. To the Lord. And like the queen going in. Like Esther going into the king. And she was more beautiful. The beauty is not your hair or the clothes you have on. It's your spirit. When you put off the world, when you put off the spirit of the world, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. This, you say, and God doesn't, but he does keep track. See, so shall the king, that's Jesus now. You want to wonder who's going to be in the bride? It's the people that make a sacrifice. No sacrifice, no bride. The, the ones that's going to be there at his right hand is that the one that forget the father's house. That means they overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. Yeah, overcome it. Where you love God more. So shall the king desire Thy beauty. Because the more of the world you give up. Is the more beautiful you are in the eyes of God. And you say well God go and choose this one. Choose. No. It's the ones that give up the world. For he is thy Lord and worship thou him. Twelve. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat thy favor. That means, you say, but I'm giving up so much. But when you receive that position, 
the whole world, everything will belong to you. The kingdom will be yours. Verse 13. The king's daughter is how much? All glorious. Where? Within. You can't fool God. He looks on that heart. And when he see a beautiful heart, that's how he chose David above his brothers. Man look on the outward, God look on the heart. Her clothing is of wrought gold. Remember? Buy of me gold. You think you're rich, Laodicean? But buy a wood that thou would buy of me gold, tried fire. Say you're naked. See, the Bible holds a New Testament. You've got to buy gold tried in fire and white raiment that you may be clothed that the nakedness might not show. 14. She shall be brought. Notice. Notice. You've got to have it on. Wedding garment. How, how are you going to approach him? She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. All right. Raiment of needlework. Someone has to make it. And it's the ministry. Son, how do you come in without a wedding garment? Because he didn't have a pastor. He never submit to a ministry. He think, he, he think I could get into heaven by myself. I don't need a pastor. I can teach myself and I just get into my heaven. See, that, that's the thing. See, the fear and reverence of men of God is not there. I don't need a pastor. I just get up there and I, I go to heaven by myself. I read my Bible and I pray and I visit here and there. I go any church I want to go, run around. I don't have to settle down in one church. God told me to move around. So why did he give the church the ministry? For the perfecting of the sin. What's the perfecting? To finish their garments. Otherwise, you will appear naked, unclothed. She shall, this powerful. She shall be brought unto the king in raiments of needlework. And while he's making the garment, sometimes the needles stick you because you fidgety. You're not settled down. You're not steadfast. Unmovable. Unmovable. But you're moving when the word actually sticks you. Ouch. You get mad and upset. That pastor is too. It's the needle sticking you. And so you feel what do you do? I'll just leave. But you cannot run away from eternity. Nobody goes anywhere. Because you still have to get your wedding garment. Look up there. Eh? She shall be brought unto the king. Not not. Uh, not just go by yourself, but brought unto the king a ministry. Paul said that I might present you a chaste virgin to Christ. She shall be brought. You do not present yourself. She shall be brought to the king. How? In raiments of needlework. Not, not just, but raiments of needlework. The virgins or companions 
that followed her shall be brought unto thee. See, so the, the, the virgin going to follow behind you. But you're leading. But you got on raiments of fine, is it embroidery, needlework? Somebody did it. Oh, what a, what a work that was done on your spirit. My, what church you go to? What a work. My God, you, you mean that brother? You, I remember him, but look at him now. What's going on? I mean, where do you go to church? It's the needlework. The beauty of Jesus Christ. She's all glorious. Within and without. 15. With gladness. See, oh, not sad and dull and you can't even praise the Lord. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. Clap your hands, all these people. Shout. Praise the Lord. They shall enter into the king's palace. Rejoice. Be glad. 16 verse. Instead of thy father shall be thy children. Whom thou mayest make princess. In all the earth. One just to me, one one generation reject him, another one erase another one up. You don't receive him, erase somebody else up. You know, people don't know that. One generation died off in the wilderness. But God raised up another generation. One church don't want to go on. God just raised somebody else up. But that, when it's all over, God is going to have God is going to have a people. Instead of thy father shall be thy children, whom thou mayest make princes in all the earth. That's going to God's going to have a kingdom established. You won't go on. The the fathers would not receive them. He raised up the children. Seventeen. I will make thy name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise thee forever and ever. That's it. I will make thy name to be remembered how many generations? All generate world without head. Therefore shall the people praise thee forever and ever. The Lord Jesus Christ will receive praises forever and ever. Then it goes to verse, then it goes to chapter 46 and 47. I give you those as your homework. 46, 47, and uh, Revelations 19. How about that for your your homework? Amen? And chapter 19, and Psalms chapter 2. That's your homework until Sunday. Sunday we will try and... Um, Maybe touch Revelations 19, maybe if the Lord lead us and go Psalms.